G'day and welcome to episode 111 of the oh. Bloke Pod, the Nelson. A, fi- a fitting uh, fitting number given the circumstance. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 111 actually. It is hey. 111, yes. Yep, alright, there we go. Confirmed by our archivist. And today we are doing a preview of the marquee test series on the international well, calendar. Don't, don't tell the Indians that. Fuck <laughs> the Indians, man. This is the real shit. This oh. is where it's at. Prepare for a million... A million emails telling yeah. you how much better Tendulkar was than Bradman. <sighs> We're not even going to go there. Can we, can we, can we do the, uh, the Dizzy Gillespie Tendulkar comparison? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That was good, that one. Yeah. Oh. <coughs> I'm choking up. We've been eating too Trolling. many jaffers. You're doing it oh. wrong. Yes. So, South Africa, Australia. The big Kimbo. series. In the, and Timbo's here. Now, well, I did think we should get Timbo some pictures of Hashim Omar to laugh at rather than Joe Root this time, but I thought laughing at pictures of a bearded South African Muslim is a lot more, it's a lot more fraught with danger than laughing at pictures of an English white boy. Yeah, it doesn't have the same uh, comedy back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about Joe I don't know. I mean, where's uh, Quint- Quinton de Kock's... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Five o'clock shadow out these days. <laughs> yeah, puberty is still a distant boat on the horizon for him, mate. <laughs> um, so, look, I'm, I'm so excited. It's so exciting. This is, a, this is such a big series. And I reckon... I know you've poo-pooed this earlier, but I reckon you can make a case for either team winning 4-0. Like, anyone... It's, it's well, so you can open. always make a case for anything. It's yeah, just how ridiculous you want to be. No, <laughs> realistically. Alright, so in the last 10 years, I reckon, as I say, this has always been the go-to series. In the last 10 years, South Africa have won 8 tests, Australia have won 7 tests, and there have been 2 draws. And in the last... And yet you believe that 4 nils on the cards. That, that, I think that that proves credence that 4 nils probably not on the cards. Hey, mate, my prediction record stands for itself, all right? Come on, we, no, I picked the Ashes. Sorry, Timo I'm... and I both picked the 4 nil in the Ashes and we both got it right. Yes! Yes! Yeah, I knew that was going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> that had a dead pitch. A pitch that's been dead for so long, it's starting to stink. Um, Steve Smith would still be batting on that, t- yeah, that pitch right now if it was And a Mitch Marsh team. probably too. Yeah, so um, the, the other thing is, is that, I mean, shockingly, in this era where the home side has just swept all before it in Test Match Cricket, the last... Seven series, the home team has never won Australia versus South Africa. And South Africa, seven series. And since inception, South Africa are yet to beat, since coming back in, sorry, South Africa are yet to beat Australia in a series in South Africa. Yep, exactly. So it's it's so open. There's, and there's so much to play for. Like, uh, I was always really confident going into the Ashes this year, reference (laughs) our last prediction episode, whereas. This one, yeah, I, as I say, it's just so... It's wide open. There's a number of different factors that, that come into play. We've just been talking about a couple of them. I reckon the, the personnel question marks at the moment. I, I think, you know, South Africa, four of their really, really important players in Duplessis, De Kock, De Villiers and Dale Steyn, all four of them at the moment are suffering sort of medium-term 
injuries. They're not, you know, they're not sort of, you know, one or two weak injuries. And Stone needs to, you may need to refer to him as Disdain to make your point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Cumstain. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, the, the the two batsmen in there in particular, you know, Duplessis and De Villiers, they're the two batsmen oh. that Australian bowlers would fear bowling to the most, particularly after the uh, Adelaide rear guard. And I think Quinton de Kock as well is the out of the mould of Adam Gilchrist. Mm. A closest yep. into Gilchrist that I think has played. Mm. Hey, speaking of which, I uh, saw Gilly at the coffee shop uh, yesterday, shook his hand, said I was a big fan of his work. It was it was it was uh, like a great moment. So now I've got the uh, signed by Cussie picture, the signed Steve War book, and I've shaken hands with Adam Gilchrist. Like that's the big three. Then. <laughs> that's it. I'm calling it. And a you day. say, get away from me, straight man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> get away from me, you bum. <laughs> um, but I think look, let's let's just jump straight in. I think there's the two weakest players for both teams are probably both walking out to bat right at the start. I think. The Cameron Bancroft experiment, to me, I still don't think Renshaw should have been dropped, and nothing I saw during the Ashes has convinced me otherwise. And I think Markram is the guy that we'll be absolutely targeting to get them one down early on in every single match. Um, I think both teams have got... I have faith in Bancroft. Yeah? Yep. You heard it here first. Well, the then, thing is, is why, that couldn't I think, he, why couldn't he pummel a second-rate English attack I think for the more thing runs? That, in the I ashes? think the thing that will work to Bancroft's advantage is, is that he's going to be playing on pitches that are very, very similar to what he's grown up on. This is true. So I think that the the reality is, though, he fails here. His papers, well, are, mean, probably, his, his papers are probably stamped that infinitum. After Renshaw made 178 um, this week, I actually think if he makes any more runs this Shield season and Bancroft fails in the first two tests, he'll be on a flight over there. So, yeah, it is make or break time for him. Um, for me, it was I'm, just... I'm, I'm going to hold firm with Bancroft. I yeah. Have, I have faith. For me, it was more just a case of I don't think you could make a compelling argument against dropping Renshaw in the first place. It wasn't so much the Bancroft selection, it was the guy he was replacing. Um, and sure, he was struggling for runs in shield cricket, but I just think a player that young who had battered through a day of test cricket last year, which, um, I mean, you can count on one hand probably the number of blokes in world cricket who can do that right now. Against Pakistan. It, yeah, but... So he probably got good odds for him batting through the day. Oh, fuck off. He batted through a day. <laughs> when was the last time... When was the last time someone did that in Australia? Steve Smith. <laughs> yeah, all right. That was that was after that, mate. When was the time before that? Uh, Kawaja would have been, actually, at South Africa. Um, but, yeah, I, I just thought it was, a, it was a bit stiff on him to drop him in the first place. It's good to see him back in the runs. But that's... Uh, That's no, my biggest... I, he was horribly out of form. They couldn't do it. Well, I, I actually backed that decision. I, I, yeah, I, I know. You, you, you were saying at the time Bancroft would have been one of the first names you wrote down. Yeah. Um, and then I think, look, this is kind of where the problems start for Australia, is that Kawaja <laughs> and Sean Marsh, you could argue, are probably the two most important guys in this series because yep. I think someone needs to bat long with Smith. Smith, yep. Smith is more of a known quantity for mine at the moment. I think you know that Steve Smith will probably score two or three centuries in this series. 
if he doesn't, Australia can't win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. I think <laughs> it's just as big a series for Quadra as it is for Bancroft. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that. Yeah. I don't think that that's overly controversial. I personally think that Steve Smith's better value at three these days. I think Smith can bat wherever he wants to bat. But I think for the balance of the team, I actually think that three Yeah, might but be if, his if he wants to bat to. at four, yeah. <laughs> then whatever he wants, he gets at the moment. You can't argue with his no. uh, his track record. Um, but yeah, you're right. And, uh, and this is the other big concern is that the, the bloke who's. Uh, our reserve batsman is, is I mean you talk about Renshaw being out of form Hanscom yeah. can't buy a run he hasn't been able to buy a run for months now he Didn't made he a duck in the tour game today um, did he make a century oh. in the last shield series, last round of the shield oh did he yeah. oh well, there you go. finally but he yeah. well he made a duck today <laughs> I thought he was uh, done <laughs> yeah you could yeah, yeah stick a fork at him um, and I think yeah. you know the, the fact that Glenn Maxwell isn't yeah. On the tour is the reserve. Like, it's shows all together. <laughs> the big show should be there. He is the next best batsman right well, now. Well, he's the form batsman. Really. Yes. It, well, that's right. Besides Smith, he's the form batsman in Australian cricket. Yeah. Um, possibly even including Smith, considering mm. Smith's white ball form has been <laughs> shuck and fight. But um, I think, yeah, there's... There's question marks over Bancroft. There's question marks over Kawaja. There's question marks over the bloke who would conceivably come into the side to replace them. So it really shows... There's, what, there's, are you, what are you chuckling at? There's no pictures of Joe Root on display here. Not, and, question marks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that iPod for hell. Can I, there's mark. question marks over Mitch Marsh at six too, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think it's a huge series for Mitch Marsh is that... You know, I think been, he's had he's just had his huge series. I think no, I actually think you know it's does he kick on now mm. or yeah. was that just a tease? Yeah. Well, but and I think that they're going to need Mitch Marsh's bowling over there. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that is probably the one key area where you'd put Australia ahead of South Africa at the moment is that they know that they can give Mitch Marsh the old ball and get a spell of eight overs out of him before Hazelwood, Stark and Cummins come back with the new pill. Um, I also think, you know, it's really interesting. We've just seen the South Africa-India series, and in the last uh, couple of... In fact, it might have even been in all three test matches, the Saffirs were picking five bowlers. There's no way that they will be able to do that. So, if Stain is fit, who plays? Does Ngidi get dropped as the junior guy? Does Stain manage to force his way back in? I mean, I think Ngidi showed them a lot. And I think with Rabada and Morkel and Philander, probably the first choice guys already, do you play Maharaj? <laughs> like the, I think the biggest question marks are really over how South Africa structure their bowling attack. Yeah. And as I say, the one major advantage Australia have is that they've got an all-rounder who, other than... Bavuma bowling some straight breaks. I'm not really sure South Africa have anyone they can chuck the ball to. Dean Hilgard bowls a bit, doesn't he? Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he definitely yeah. does. Oh, what the fuck <laughs> off, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> just trying to torch my ass over there. <laughs> you, you douche. Who uh, invited you, yeah. honestly? <laughs> he I definitely sucks. I think tail <laughs> runs will be an interesting part of this series as well. Yeah, it's absolutely. The, and, you know, that you make that point with regards to them playing five bowlers. The, the Australians are quite lucky in that Stark and Cummins aren't exactly terrible with the bat. So well, the Cummins way, in particular has a very good technique. Yeah, and the I way I look at it is I actually think 
the South Africans can smack you around, whereas the Australians can actually hang tough. I look mm -hmm. at the techniques of Cummins, Lyon and Hazelwood, mm -hmm. and I think they can actually hold up an end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whereas the South Africans, I don't think they can hold up an end, mm. but I think they can go the tonk. <laughs> I think Philander can, but the rest of them are a bit shaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen Stain's top score was in the Boxing Day test. Um, we've seen Tuna Mornay in that last test oh. match was... <laughs> oh, sorry, in the last uh, one day, I was smacking sixes around. I, th I think they're guys who can potentially... I'd have more confidence in them smacking a 40 off 50 balls than I would saying you got to bat through a session here, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a really interesting um, matchup as well. In terms of the South African batting order, well, the big question marks is... Who's fit? As we say, who's there? I yeah. mean, the world's greatest beard <coughs> coming in at three. I mean, this is... It's a really interesting series for him as well. You know, there's... Yes, yeah. is he is he on the downslide? Yeah, exactly. For someone who had to remodel his game, reinvent his technique, and showed so much improvement from the start to now. I mean, I've said the two great improvers of my lifetime have really been Hashim Amla and Steve Smith. If yeah. you look at where they were at the start of the career to their peaks, you know neither of them you would have said had that in them. Both for a while were the best batsmen in the world. Is is Amla, Is he still capable of grabbing a series by the scruff of the neck and, and well, dominating I mean, it? He was he was hanging tough in the India series. He was probably the one batsman who didn't roll over. Yeah, and he's and, always and had I mean, that those, ability. The conditions for that series weren't exactly great. No, so yeah. um, well, they were great for the bowlers. Yeah, that's right. If you're a medium yeah. pacer, you yeah. deviated like four inches. Yeah. Uh, great conditions. Hello, Philander. <laughs> But um, so, and, but I mean, I, I honestly, I, as I sit here right now, if De Villiers and Duplessis aren't fit, I'm not even sure who the next guys in are. <laughs> With JP Dubini story, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's these Bavuma, Dupini, Dumini, these sorts of fringe players. They'd be counting on them. Australia's lineup is a lot more settled, I think, in terms of both who they're going to well, pick and. You know who who the who the preferred eleven is. And I whereas... think well, don't sleep on the Quinton de Kopp thing because I think that anybody who they bring in for him is a rather significant downgrade. De Kopp mm. actually allows them to play five bowls. Yeah, yeah, then uh, that is that so is very fair. If they're not picking him, they might have to rethink their strategy. Yeah, it's a bit like Ben Stokes not playing in the last Ashes. That yeah. one decision is going to have significant. Uh, flow-on effects to yeah. how the rest of the team is structured. Um, look, I I think, as I say, like I can make a case for either team winning this series handsome. I think the other big thing, too, is, seems to be momentum. Yeah. Is Once a team gets on a roll in world cricket these days, they seem very, very hard to stop. Um, possibly the recent exception to that was the last Ashes series over there, where each team had the momentum for one test match at a time and it ended up 3-2. Um, I think I'm tossing up South Africa 3-1, but I'm going to go 2-all because I honestly, I just don't think I can split them at the moment. So, There's so, a fence post coming out So of much for the 4-0. <laughs> No, but you backed away from that train, quick smart. I honestly, as I sit here right now, you can make a compelling argument for either team to win 4-0. The, the case for Australia, 
is that our three quicks are the best pace attack in the world right now. We will shit all over them those, on those fast decks, and, and then Steve Smith will make a thousand runs and we'll dominate. And the case against Australia is those three quicks leak runs left, right, and centre when they're not on their game. Hey, they're <laughs> on their game, mate. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that's the thing. Yeah. Um, Reference uh, the series, the uh, the match against South Africa, A, which is probably the biggest. Uh, form guide we've got at the moment considering there's nothing but fucking white ball cricket being played for the last two months thank you very much James Sutherland but I think the fact that they've all sort of hit their stride on the pitches is good um, I mean it's, it's interesting I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna doctor the decks here as a as a curator what which way do you go do you do you put juice in the wicket or do you to give you if you're <laughs> South Africa to give yourself the best chance to win or do you do you play a dry pitch and hope for the best? Or and even in terms of their attack, if you yeah. play a fast bouncy wicket, do you then just pick Rabada, Morkel and Stain? They probably slash do. Ngidi. Or do you say we'll pick a green wicket and the bloke who I think is their most dangerous <laughs> player coming into the series, the great philanderer, mm-hmm. we'll just count on him to shit all over their top order. So yeah, I yeah as I say, it's, it's, it's a, such a wide open series, and there's so many fascinating matchups that are going to happen throughout it. I really think who's out there is the key. You're I gonna, and you, so you're going to hold firm on two two. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Well, this is Desmond's two two. This isn't going to be overly interesting then. Oh really? <laughs> you following I've said, two, I've said two all. Yeah. Um, Hey, mate, the last time two of us went the same way in a series prediction, it uh, worked out pretty well for Timbo and I. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, if I was going to lean one way in terms of breaking the, the two-all thing, though, I would lean to South Africa. Yeah, um, so we're pretty much on the exact same And way. I just think that it's... I, I, I mean, I think that the comments about us having the best fast bowling stocks in the world are a little bit overrated. No, no, we've got the best fast bowling attack in the world, those three guys. It falls away very yeah. fucking quickly after that, I mean, let me and, tell and, you. And, and, you know, in terms of injury and short periods and all these things, these are the things that you've got to worry about. With yeah. No, absolutely. Are they all going to... Yeah. You know, we all know that Pat... I mean, Pat Cummins, you know, he probably studs his toe going into the shower, so... But he just played five tests in a home summer. Yeah, I know. So, and, and I was more shocked than anyone else that that happened. <laughs> oh, but, I know. <laughs> um, so look, I think, I know, uh, but I, yeah. I think that the South African pace attacks is is criminally underrated, and I think that coupled with a relatively, you know, in one of these tests or in two of these tests, you know, Smith or Warner are going to fire and they're going to make be a big score. You know, mm. I mean, Warner Warner in South Africa is arguably better than Warner in Australia. Yeah. Um, See that, but that's it's but it comes down to what else, what else they're going to get from these other yeah, guys, and, and that's, that's, what, a, bi- that's, and that's a big I question. Sh- and I worry that I—that's why I say Sean Marsh is actually the key player for Australia because I think Warner shat the bed in this last Ashes series. Didn't yeah. matter. We still won four nil. Yeah. So I actually think he's I less important. Think, I actually than think Sean that Marsh. yeah, it's much like the England success in more recent times before the Ashes being driven around five, six, seven. I think it's five, six, seven in this series that's going to be really important, which is both the Marsh boys and Tim Payne. Yeah. I think that Tim Payne, Payne's going to have to play a pretty important role in this series as well. Yeah. Um, is that there might be some situations where he's going in at five for 60. Yeah. And, you know, he's going to have to gut out. Yeah. And Absolutely. try and pinch 60 or 70 to get him to 200. 
yeah. I think that that those three are going to be really important if they if if the if the Saffers are able to get in there and get those early wickets. Oh, if you get Smith cheaply, really, we're, yeah, we're ripe for the picking. Absolutely, and it's up, you know those guys are going to be the ones who have to hold it hold it together. Hold your cunts! It's a quite game of thrones. So, um, but I reckon, and part of what makes this series so fascinating is because I think the ball will dominate the bat for a few oh, And, that's, and, and I mean, that's, and that's, that's when cricket's at its best. And I mean, we're talking about a four game series, and we haven't even contemplated a draw because I no. not many. No. Of these games are probably no. going to go four days, you know, and five. No. Um, so, Timbo, would you care to be the uh, the circuit breaker here, one way or the other? Four nil to Australia. Oh! He's gone to McGrath. <laughs> oh! He's gone to McGrath. Four nil Australia. South Africa just crumble like they always do. Oh! <laughs> At home. <laughs> I want to hug you right now. And that was outstanding. Who's going to be the big performer of uh, of the series? It's going to be Steve Smith again. Like it's oh. it's it's an obvious answer, but I'm just going to say it. Like right now, we have not seen someone that like this since Don Bradman, and I do mm. not say that lightly. Ponting's form in the early noughties was close but I mean in the voting period he's just won his second uh, Allen Border medal in that voting period he averaged 81.26 in test cricket and that includes four tests in India where no Australian batsman since Bradman probably has been able to make runs that is a mind-boggling record and right now he's just is on another level to anyone else in the world. Once again, the Indians will be after you for that one. <laughs> well, fuck off! How did no. Virat go in that India no. series? Oh, that's right. Mitch Marsh scored more runs than him despite playing one or two fewer matches. Um, no, the standout performers are going to be the South African cameraman, as always. Oh, yes! Oh, that's right. That's one thing on which we can all agree. You magnificent sleazeballs. <laughs> I love it. Oh, they will the, be the standouts. Yeah, Don't the super slow-mos of the chicks in the white shirts getting uh, ice ice buckets poured on them. Man, I still have wet dreams about that. It's, it's fantastic. you got to love it. Top stuff. They will be the standout performers. No question. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well... There it is. So much anticipation for this series, though. I love it. It's going to be wicked. It's going to be wicked cool. That's it. I'm done. I'm closing on that. Later, skaters. Later, Horton.